We would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Wajak people of the Noongar Nation. We pay our respects to the elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people on the lands which Deepherd operates. Welcome back to the Grains Combo Podcast, brought to you by the Department of Primary Industries and Regional Development in Western Australia. I'm Cindy Webster. And I'm Jeanette Pratt, and we are research scientists based in regional WA. These episodes shine a spotlight on the knowledge and tools developed by Deeper to grow the grains industry. In today's episode, I'm talking with DeepHerd Principal Research Scientist, Dr. Gus Azam. We will be exploring the necessity of liming acidic soils after harvest and some of the unique benefits and challenges. Welcome to the podcast, Gus. Thanks for having me. Gus, before we dive in, can you provide a bit of background on your role at the department for any new listeners? Uh, well, thank you. Um, I am Principal Soil Scientist um, based out of DeepHerd's research facility at Northam. Currently, I'm managing a project called Reengineering Soils, which is a very cool thing, a more of a blue sky type of research project. There are around 20 researchers involved in this project. You know, we are working various regions of the wheat belt of Western Australia. Before this project, I managed another large project that focused mainly on the management of subsoil acidity. Uh, in that project, we used a wide range of soil amendments and you know, approaches for management of subsoil acidity. The main finding for us was that um, whatever amendment you use, the, um, it, uh, the outcomes will depend on the acid neutralizing value of those products. Uh, and the other main highlight uh, of that project was that, that surface applied lime would take you know many years to fix the subsoil acidity. Therefore, we need to uh, use once-off deep soil mixing type of operation for quick amelioration of subsoil acidity. And before we discuss some of the unique benefits and challenges which come with liming, can you give us a rundown of what this practice is? Sure. You know, in current agricultural practices, we are always you know striving for the high yielding crops because it's became more of a business rather than just feeding ourselves. That comes with a, a package of you know, using high rates of fertilizer, especially in the nitrogen and the use of nitrogen uh, fertilizer and the removal of you know, crops or grains or hays or whatever we produce to together mainly decrease the soil pH and soil become more acidic over time. And if we continuously, you know, do this practice, like use nitrogen fertilizer, and I don't see any alternative uh, to that, and make take the grains and haze away without adding some counteracting chemistry to the soil uh, that can reduce the acidity. Such counteracting uh, chemistry is lime, which is basically calcium carbonate, and it is alkaline, and that has high pH. So, um then it, it improves the soil pH and we uh, reduce the acidity. And lime, it can be, you know, different uh, sources or types such as lime, st- lime sand or dolomite or ground limestone and other, you know, process mas- materials available in the market. So to tackle the acidification of our soils, we recommend all growers to apply lime 
to maintain a good range of soil pH. We usually recommend a minimum soil pH of five and a half in the topsoil and around 4.8 in the subsoil. So if your soil or the, any grower soil has less pH than that, we always recommend apply lime. And let's get into the agronomic and operational benefits of delaying lime until after harvest. Can you go through these, Gauss? Let's start with more of operational benefits because there are a few logistics involved in liming. Um, that, that, that leads to a delay liming can be more um, useful for the farmers. One of such things is that, you know, uh, when you want to apply lime, you need to get them mostly probably from the coastal area of Western Australia. Uh, and obviously the best time would be pick the lime um, when growers drive their harvest or grain crops to the port. So you can drop your grains and bring the lime in your empty truck. Obviously everybody um, or every grower doesn't deliver grain to the port, so it cannot be opportunistic for everybody. The second thing is that, um, you know, a grower needs few gears to to do this practice or to um, run this practice that you need to use a spreader, you need a tractor, you need an operator. When when farmers are, you know, flat out for harvest from, say, October until December, um, adding another task of liming might not fit well in their um, package uh, or in their program. So we recommend you apply lime after harvest. There can be some other reason, you know, that, we, that can be beneficial to apply lime after harvests. That um, you know, uh, for efficient spreading of the liming materials, they need to be dry. But if you want to do before harvests, they can be wet. So if you do during summer or early autumn, they'll be dry and very easy to spread, and you get more um, effective uh, and more benefit out of it. Are there agronomic benefits to delaying liming until after harvest? Uh, obviously, yes. Um, uh, in, in, in according to my understanding, if you know, um, uh, if the growers l- uh, apply lime and then there is a summer storm, for example, you know, in March or April, you get some good rain, and many growers these days go early seeding. So, right, in that case, lime can create a beautiful, you know, seed bed with beautiful pH range. So the young crops, when they germinate, they will have all as a good head start in those limed paddock compared to if you, you know, unlimed ones. And also when soil pH improves early in the season, uh, it improves the availability of most of the macronutrients and some micronutrients. Uh, therefore, your fertilizer use efficiency will go, improve or go high. And that can become a game changer, you know, because these days everybody's trying to reduce their carbon footprint. So if you need to use less fertilizer and getting, you know, similar yield or better yield, why wouldn't you do that? So I think there is no better solution than applying lime if your soil is acidic. Um, and I'm very confident to say that, you know, um, when people or growers, if they are using acid tolerant varieties, from my research, I can say they even grow better when you fix the pH. So obviously, yes, these are the many agronomic benefits um, grower can get from liming. Can you share a specific success story or case study where liming had a significant positive impact on crop yields or soil health? 
That's a very, very um, relevant question um, because we need evidence to convince our grower that it is an essential practice. So we, we did a lot of studies last 30, 40 years, um, uh, especially, you know, our um, team leader, Chris Gazy, uh, we consider him the living guru. Uh, he had tens of experiments across wheat belt. Some of those experiments are continuously monitored for a few decades. I got involved with him, you know, when I started in department in 2016, and we have collected from such a trial in Wangan Hills in, in few seasons, 2018, 2019, and 20. And every time we, you know, harvested crop, I, uh, we found always there's a higher yield, significantly higher yield in the line plot. Uh, in, often it's a ton extra uh, of wheat or barley or, or, or canola compared to unlined plot. Recently, I did a few experiments along the you know, eastern fringe of wheat belt, like in Meridine or Kalani, uh, and we demonstrated that you could get a significant yield increase and from the first year because those soils are very acidic. And as far as our soil health is concerned, with you know, increased soil pH, almost every macronutrient become more available, especially phosphorus. And some micronutrients, like, yes, there are some micronutrients, they may be less available when pH goes um, higher, but grower can easily fix it with a foliar spray. But more importantly, I never saw any, any, any deficiency of micronutrient in my trial, so I wouldn't worry about that. You know, I'm currently working with a postdoctoral um, fellow at Marduk University. He's looking at how different soil pH affect soil fauna um, in limed and unlimed soil. Uh, and some initial result, results are suggesting that with higher pH, there are more beneficial nematodes and other microbes. And these good, good guys has potential to, you know, tackle some of the bad guys, bad nematodes uh, or, you know, pathogenic. Um, nematodes. So yes, without a doubt, I have to say the liming helps to boost the yield and of course soil health. Are there any areas throughout WA that may benefit more from liming than others? Yes, there will be benefit, that's for sure, because you know everybody's paddock does are not in similar uh, situations. Some some of them are not acidic, some of them are very acidic, some of them are you know heavy soil, some of them are sandy soil. Some people live, you know, you know, where the lime sources are. Some people live far away. So there will be difference in terms of, you know, agronomic, agronomic response as well as economics as well because it comes with a cost. Uh, but if you look at the science of, you know, liming and how it uh, improves the soil pH, you know, lime does not dissolve unless it encounters acidic soil. And there should be soil moisture also. Um, to dissolve the lime. So when growers, they apply lime, they need to keep their finger crossed that they get enough rainfall following liming. If there is a, you know, um, conditions, uh, dry condition prevail or forecasted with a especially long, um, strong wind may be predicted. Uh, so in that case, um, uh, there is a chance of getting lime particles blown away sometimes. You know, that can happen and often your neighbors get the benefit of that. So, yes, it could be challenging to find the right timing uh, and best out of uh, this investment or this um, liming practice. Thank you, Gas. Where does tillage equipment fit into this puzzle? 
That is a very, very good question and very timely one because um, in the last few decades, you know, the soil acidity band or the soil, you know, the depth where the acidity exists in our soil uh, gone deeper. Probably some early adopters or growers, they, they, they are doing good. But people who did not lime early enough, their soil pH even gone lower or become acidic maybe depth of 50 or 60 centimeter. Now, a couple of years ago, Chris and I published a uh, research paper in Soil Research Journal uh, where we demonstrated that um, the movement of alkali when we apply lime in the surface is very slow. So it can take many years, many years to fix subsoil pH from um, uh, topsoil or surface liming. So and 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 we demonstrated that if you mix those uh, lime, you know, using some ones of tillage like a spader, the soil pH will, you know, go high very quickly. Some of my work, especially the one uh, on Nixon property in Clani, we showed that mixing can increase soil pH almost immediately to the depth where you incorporate. So the late adopters of lime, liming, um, uh, there is a quick solution for you. But And for early adopters, it also can be helpful because those people who applied lime for many years, they probably have a beautiful, you know, topsoil pH, maybe in high six or mid six. Uh, there is an opportunity because in that article, we demonstrated the lime that has been applied a significant proportion of that lime is just sitting in the topsoil, a few centimeters of the soil. So if you mix them, that beautiful topsoil with acidic subsoil, you probably improve the whole profile um, more efficiently. To summarize, I think the use of deep soil mixing tillage is, 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 has a great role in our farming system. But when, you know, um, grower wants to use this deep pillage, we want to make sure that they understand what are the essential requirements, the soil is moist enough, you know, not leaving the paddock bare for a long time, you know, after mixing, not doing before a um, strong wind forecast, or put a crop as soon as possible. So yes, deep soil mixing or the tillage has an important role, but we have to be mindful of those risks. And, and manage accordingly. Thank you, Gauss. Will Deeper be conducting research on post-harvest lambing this season? Well, unfortunately, this year we are not conducting any such experiments. We might do a few next year, hopefully with a new investment coming from Deeper and GRDC. We are thankful for that. But fortunately, our experiments are long-term. So once you set up an experiment, you can you know, do a lot of work for many years. It's different from a crop variety trial or NVD trial. Uh, or a fertilizer trial where you, you know, mostly look for a year or two. Uh, but these liming trials can be looked look after for, you know, as I said at the beginning, that many, many years, many decades sometimes. So, yeah, um, we have plenty of work to demonstrate the benefit of liming for the farmers. Uh, and maybe we'll do some experiment next year. So our listeners can keep watching out for this space. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add or mention on this topic before I let you go? Well, that, that was a very timely topic and uh, one of my favourite ones to talk about liming because, you know, I started my work uh, in the department um, in that subsoil acidity management project. 
what I want to say to your listener is that we have raised many soil uh, with like we got a lot of soil with multiple soil constraints that like acidity and compaction and non-wetting and low water holding capacity. So now we are currently working on how to solve all this problem in one shot, kind of, you know, finding a package that can solve um, multiple problems. As I mentioned earlier to your listener, that, you know, currently I manage a project called Soil Reengineering or Reengineering Soils Project. So all growers look out in this space uh, for the new development um, so we can develop a good package for solving all the problems uh, in one shot. And we would have also previously recorded a podcast featuring DeepHead research scientists Chris Gazy and Alice Butler where they discuss the long-term impact of farming. Our audience can also tune in to that podcast if they wish. Gauss, thank you very much for coming on the podcast and sharing your insights into lumming acidic soils after harvest. Thanks for having me in your podcast. More information on this topic can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode, you can download and subscribe to Grains Convo on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'll be back on the 1st and 15th of every month with a new episode. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.